This podcast is a production of WCWP, LIU Public Radio. Check out our lineup of original programs, listen live, or support by visiting WCWP.org. This is a show that brings to the forefront newsmakers, entertainers, and those making a difference in our lives and in our world. Each week is a new adventure with topics ranging from the most serious and cutting edge to the most lighthearted and entertaining. This is Taking Care of Business with Richard Solomon. Greetings, everyone. Richard Solomon, Taking Care of Business. I hope you join me in today's show on Narcotics Anonymous. Right now, there's a lot of information in the news about people struggling with all kinds of problems. And sometimes those problems demonstrate themselves through addictions. One of the addictions that we'll certainly focus on is narcotics. And I have representatives from Narcotics Anonymous, NA.org, on the web. And if you grab a pen, if you're driving, we'll make sure you get this on our YouTube channel, 516-827-9500. And uh, we're going to get information out there for people who either know someone or are directly involved or indirectly to help them get the help that they need. So I'd like to first thank the people who are on the line with me for being here, for volunteering their time, which is precious and special. And in pre-production, I actually learned some really important things, and we'll talk about a lot of that in today's show. So, thank you guys for uh, being with us today. Um, let's you. talk. Let's talk about. Thank you so much. Oh, it's it, it's 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 important that we get this information out there. So, thank you for for volunteering. So, what what is Narcotics Anonymous? Well, I'll give you a little excerpt from uh, one of our original pieces of literature. It was uh, called the White Booklet uh, before any of our present day books were uh, prepared um, and, and simply stated, it says, NA is a nonprofit fellowship or society of men and women for whom drugs had become a major problem. We meet regularly to help each other stay clean. We're not interested in what or how much you use, but only in what you want to do about your problem and how we can help. So, And I'll give you um, our message. Okay. Uh, NA is a message of hope and a promise of freedom that an addict, any addict, can stop the use of drugs, lose the desire to use drugs, and find a new way to live. And that new way to live is without the use of drugs. And millions of addicts all over the world are finding a new way to live. So I must ask, how do you guys define drugs? Because I've read, for example, that you know, there's all kinds of things that could be categorized as drugs, sugar, caffeine, you know, as well as illegal drugs. And then, of course, there's prescription drugs. Um, I'll take. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> we, 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 uh, we, we have our, we I'll go over our traditions, what we call our traditions, which is our exper- basically our experience over the years. Uh, we're, we are a program of complete abstinence from all drugs. And we also define alcohol as being a drug, any mood or mind altering chemical. Uh, we're a program of complete abstinence. And uh, uh that we we don't necessarily uh, we we focus on problems once again for men and women for whom drugs had become a major problem um, we don't necessarily as a as a new person who arrives in our fellowship 
uh, there's there's a focus on on the, the misuse and abuse or and or addiction to drugs, and uh, we're talking about chemicals. We're talking all, all all of the names out there. We know we know all of the names, and uh, we we don't focus in on a drug per se, but on the disease of addiction, and uh, there there may be other underlying problems with addiction that a person might have, whether it be food, whether it be uh, gambling, those items. But our, our focus is on recovery, recovery from drug addiction, as, as stated in, in uh, the, uh, the excerpt from the booklet uh, that I uh, read. Rich. Who who is the yeah, I just wanted to add that um we also define addiction as being made up of obsessions and compulsions. So what happens typically is that you obsess on you know drugs, narcotics, you obsess, you obsess, you obsess, and then you have to compulsively use them. Compulsively use. So obsession and compulsion is what addiction is made up on. Now, as you could understand, let's say you're sitting over there and, and you're a closet um, workout addict, you can understand the obsession and the compulsion of the disease of addiction. Okay. Who, right, Rich? Okay, so who is, maybe in terms of the age or some other description, who is most vulnerable to becoming Someone who can be addicted to drugs. Anyone. <laughs> but is there is there one is there one group in more particular? Like I I would assume that the more vulnerable no. people would be like kids, as opposed to maybe you know ninety year olds. You know, for example, I don't know. Just the answer is no, because addiction is like COVID virus. It doesn't care who you are. It doesn't care how much money you have. It doesn't care your race. It doesn't care your age. It doesn't care about anything. Um, the disease of addiction is a silent killer and it could happen to anyone. And there's no particular group that's most vulnerable okay. at all. All right. So how does one recognize that they need help? Because I always thought that the first step in trying to deal with the problem is to actually recognize the problem. Well, in a one great question, and and the important thing is, uh, Narcotics Anonymous is a self help program, and we we do that by helping each other. But the recognition has to come from the individual who has the problem. And uh, when one comes to our meetings, or if you go on that na.org website, there's a, a piece of literature. Uh, it's called Am I an Addict? And there's a series of questions there because <laughs> this has this has to be a this is a self-diagnosed problem. I can walk down the street and see somebody that's having an issue with drugs and stuff, and 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 I can think that man's got a problem with drugs, but that's that's not going to be a solution. The solution has to come from the person who has the problem. So. Uh, so to, in answer to your question, the best way is to take a peek at our, our piece of literature called Am I an Addict? Uh, 
on a personal level, I think there was like 28 questions, and I think I answered yes to 27 of them. <laughs> Me so it was pretty much a evident thing. Uh, I was fortunate. I, I definitely knew I had a problem because of my past that I, ha- I definitely had a problem with drugs. Sometimes it's a little subtle, though. Sometimes it's quiet. We have we have members of all ages. We have we have, I have a member of my of, of the home group that I attend on a regular basis that came came into Narcotics Anonymous at 16 years old, and I've had people come in at 60 years old. So it it, it as Dana mentioned, it runs the whole gamut. But the important thing is it's self-diagnosed and and it's and and. We we have suggestions when you when you come to the meetings, the 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 suggestion is that you get, try to give yourself a break from the lifestyle you're living, and we suggest that you make a meeting a day for 90 days to help build a foundation, to help learn to learn. We often come into meetings and we compare ourselves to somebody else. Many people these days walk into a meeting and they say, I, I, I'm not living on the streets. I'm not on a park bench. You, that doesn't have to, that doesn't have to be, you know, the, the story, but, but on, on so many levels, it's the feelings, uh, feelings, let's say of low self-esteem, feelings of, of inadequacy, inadequacy, feeling of feeling better than somebody else. So those are little things that could be the underlying uh, underlying issues with the disease of addiction that, in our case, as members of NA, it manifested itself in the abuse of drugs. But uh, and, and the way we get the healing process underway is by attending meetings. OK, and, and they're attended by cho- uh, 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 by choice, basically. Uh, some people are mandated by the courts. That's fine. One is welcome to to attend. Many people find out I don't need the courts to mandate me. I know I belong here. You know, so you, you get you get you get all all sorts of uh, various uh, stages of uh, of addiction, whether it be you know the beginning stages where you know you had you had you had a, a number of bad weekends. And then there's others who come in with a lot of bad years and jail time and things like that. So it runs the gamut. But the bottom line is, I'm the only one who can diagnose my disease. I've got to acknowledge the fact that I have it. And if I acknowledge it, I've, I've got a shot to do something about it. And on a personal level, I found, found my solution in uh, becoming an active member of Narcotics Anonymous. So how... That is a great question. And typically, Rich, um, the addict is the last to know. And I know that sounds cliche, but it, it is so true a lot of times. Um, the addict is the last to know because the disease of addiction, um, it puts you in this bubble, a bubble of de- denial. Um, typically, you're lying and and you lie so much that you don't even know that you're lying. So, so how would you even know? Um, the disease of addiction is cunning, baffling, and insidious. It's it's literally um, lies. You know, it lies to yourself, so you don't 
you don't have any recognition of what the truth is. Um, but most members have something called a moment of clarity. And um, that moment of clarity is some type of intervene. Sometimes it's like, um, you know, the other guest said, sometimes it's like going to jail and then coming out or like, you know, there's, there's like a clear picture. Sometimes it's like losing all your friends or losing your job or sometimes, you know, so I'm just throwing out some different synopsis if there's someone listening and they're feeling like this. Um, also, the other guest talked about the feelings. Like it's important to understand that uh, addicts, they could be in a room full of people and, and if they're suffering with the disease of addiction and it's an active disease, they'll feel alone. They won't feel that connection to people. You know, it's a very lonely uh, disease. It's a disease of isolation. And, um, and you can see how this disease, you know, stops you from being your best self because you can't be a great person if you're all these things. And this is all because of the drugs and then because of the actual disease. You know, it stems from finally stopping the use of drugs to kind of get into like what the underlying issues are. So to, to what extent does something like nicotine be a factor because nicotine is a drug. It is, you know, it's not considered by many people to be sort of like a mind altering drug, but is that something that if someone was had a nicotine addiction, uh, would they afford themselves the opportunity to go to Narcotics Anonymous? Um, Richard, once once again, I don't want to you know get get with the whole the whole thing. Our 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 focus is on, on drugs, and we're talking we're talking about mood of mind altering chemicals. And as a as a previous smoker, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, and what I don't know what the Surgeon General defines it as, but. But the, the focus on Narcotics Anonymous is mind and mood altering chemicals does not necessarily focus in on that. I, I will only tell you my personal experience uh, and that uh, when I stayed clean for a while and, and worked the program of recovery, which is a spiritual path of... of non-religious. It, we're not a religious program, but 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 of you know a spiritual ethics, if you will. When I got myself uh, uh, away from the drugs, eventually I stopped smoking because I, I felt I would be a better person and 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 healthier for it. But once again, the disclaimer is that's not what Narcotics Anonymous is. We're here to help those who have a problem with with drugs. And I say, when we say drugs, we mood or mind altering chemicals, including alcohol, drug replacement therapies, opioids, et cetera, et cetera. Those are the things that we focus on. We don't, we don't, uh, we don't uh, claim to, to be the, 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 the stoppers of, uh, of a, if you've got a problem with sugar, uh, it, it, we, we, we talk about drugs. That's that's our focus in Narcotics Anonymous. We, uh, we only have about two minutes in this segment, but would you say that the program is like an awakening? Definitely. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. It's an awakening of your spirit because drugs takes hold of your spirit. It takes hold of everything that you have. It takes hold of everything that you've like. 
that you love, that you care about, that you're supposed to be doing in this life. And it just grabs it and it chokes it. And, um, and Narcotics Anonymous, for many addicts that were dying, not, not even, not even, they weren't living, they were barely surviving, they were dying. Narcotics Anonymous um, grabs a hold and, and brings love and nurturing and peace and harmony and caring and um, the ability to live without the use of drugs. My God, um, most addicts, you know, are using drugs for a very long time. And a lot of addicts start using drugs when they're young. Not everybody, but a lot do. And so they stop growing. And, um, and Narcotics Anonymous is a proven way to, to go back to your past and kind of recreate and, and get a second chance at life. You know, it's very hopeful. Um, if, you're feel, if you're out there, you're on this call, you're listening you know, you're feeling hopeless, there's hope. If you think that you can't stop using for one second in Narcotics Anonymous, you stop using just a day at a time and you, you let the rest take care of itself, you know. There's addicts out there that have been in NA that are celebrating over 40 years clean, right? 40 years clean. Um, so this program is a miracle. It's filled with miracles. And we help each other stay clean. You know, that's the whole deal. One addict helping another, in our literature, it says is without parallel. Like we, we speak the same language. Um, we were part of the same catastrophe, it says in the book. And now we help each other on this other part of the journey. It's a beautiful thing and it, it's out there. It saves lives. It's definitely an awakening. All right, so with that, we have to take a quick break. I'm going to ask everybody on the radio, in our radio family, to stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Richard Solomon, Taking Care of Business. We are with the... Uh, some people from Narcotics Anonymous, NA.org, 516-827-9500. That is a 24-hour phone number. It is not uh, manned or, or answered all the time, but you can leave a message. Um, I do understand that there are meetings all the time. We'll talk about that in a second. I guess just for point of clarification, uh, our guests uh, just are not don't speak for the organization. They just want to share the organization's information because during this epidemic, there's been such a demand for help of all kinds. We've run on our station so many different shows on so many different topics that it was important to include this topic as well. Is that a fair statement? Definitely. All right. Does anybody want to add to that? No. Okay. No. Then, then I did a good job. All right. So now, now we've got the business out of the way. Let's go to the idea of community. Um, what I kind of sensed from our last series of questions that what NA helps you do is to awaken your spirit, to be free from the shackles that suppress you. Mm. And I guess it gives you a community of healing. You want to talk about that community? Yeah, I'll start. Okay. Um, so definitely, I think, um, you know, when, when you're in drug addiction, um, you, you also have a community. 
you're using drugs with people. Um, you're going to places to use drugs. And, you know, um, your common theme is the things you do and the things you use. That's basically all, you know, that's your community. But um, getting clean is about staying away from the people, places, and things that brought you to active addiction. And Narcotics Anonymous gives you a place to go instead. So you can go there and you can make meetings. You go there and you form a support group. You go there and you get a sponsor. That's someone who's going to guide you in the, in the program. Um, the support group are just like the start of usually like long-term friendships. Um, and then in Narcotics Anonymous, it is about um, the meetings and it is about the literature and it is about, you know, it's a 12-step fellowship. So it is about doing step work, which is the real guts and glory of the healing process. But it's also got fun things to do. Like in Narcotics Anonymous, there's dances and there's like um, people go bowling together and there's, you know, there's different outings. Like every year, Nassau County puts on a big thing at Adventureland. They literally close down the entire adventure land and it's just us, a bunch of addicts running around, you know, on, on, uh, these rides. It's real fun. <laughs> no, that's, but, well, no, it's important that, that people know that, you know, there's, you know, that it's not just, you know, um, whatever they think it may be. And it's important because what I need you guys to do in this show is shed light on, the mysteries that, you know, or that surround this because there's no real information out there for people to find. So it's up to all of us, I guess me to sort of be the conduit for asking the questions and for you guys to shed the light um, mm. on this. Now, one thing that we were talking about in pre-production is that there are virtual meetings now. I, I, let's talk about that because I'm sure with the, current health situation, people are concerned about going physically to a meeting. So if anybody wants to talk about that, let's talk about that. Well, um, Rich, for, uh, first of all, just bring it back to the norm. I mean, uh, and, and bring it, let's bring it back to, to Nassau and wherever the listener is, they can just uh, they get the idea, whether it be Suffolk, New York City in general, or Los Angeles, California. Uh, Narcotics Anonymous is in your community. We have regularly scheduled meetings. Um, if you were to call that number, for instance, the 516 uh, number, we'd be happy to supply you with some meet meeting information. So uh, in, your, in your normal pre-pandemic world, we have meetings uh, seven days a week, all over the towns, uh, the North Shore, the South Shore, the East, uh, Eastern Queens, West, uh, Eastern Long Island, Western Long Island. So we're all over. But uh, guess what? Come March uh, 12th of this year or whatever it was, uh, you know, it hit the fan and we had to start going into lockdown and the meetings went into lockdown. And uh, some very, uh, there, there was, some uh, there was some semblance of, of of a few virtual meetings available, 
through the uh, the uh, the na.org website that you could get access to uh, some people who had special needs or, or were in very remote places uh, uh, accessed some of those meetings but uh, obviously uh, uh, you know we're, we're, we're very creative people uh, uh, not that we not, not that, not that we all, you know, we corner the market on being creative, but where there's a will, there's a way. And when you want to seek recovery, there's a way. And uh, 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 some some fellow members of NA got together, and uh, before you know it, within within a week's time, there was meetings available uh, on uh, uh, virtual meetings available. And uh, once again, you can access them through the uh, through the website. They're they're accessible. It's it's public information, and uh, and uh, we have meetings day twenty four seven, and and when I say twenty four seven, literally twenty four seven. And you can tap into a meeting anywhere on the globe. If you uh, if you have the creative uh, ability to navigate the uh, the web, so if you're a member of NA or if you want to try to find some in information about open meetings, it's accessible. And uh, so we have meetings. I have a home group that's up in the uh, in the North Shore area, and we meet on Saturday mornings, for instance, at ten o'clock. And we meet every week just as if we were there in person. And uh, we're, we're, and the, the whole focus of our meeting is to make a welcome atmosphere of recovery for somebody who is new to Narcotics Anonymous or maybe had a rough road and went out there and uh, you know picked up and, and, and used again and needs help again. And basically, that's the focus of, of, of what we do. And uh, so the meetings are out there, despite the fact that the churches or the synagogues or the wherevers may not have public access. They are out there. We have people who are new members to, to NA over the, over the several months that we've had the pandemic who have never stepped inside a, a meeting in their life, and they are now getting clean virtually uh, out of necessity. If you have the desire, you want it, you're going to get it. So uh, that's what's going on in the, uh, the temporary uh, virtual world of uh, NA meetings. Also, I want to share something really awesome. Um, Please. There's a, there's a local meeting list um, phone number. And basically, if you just text message your zip code, the next five local meetings will list in, um, on text for you. And then you could just click on the button and it will virtually take you there. So that I'm going to give you that number. Please, please. This is a local meeting list. Um, and you'll just text your zip code to this number. It's 631-237-9538. And then there's also, um, there's also a, a world one, world meeting list text message. So that would be, it would text the, um, the next five meetings 
throughout the world based on the time. So that number is 833-716-0080. Or if I were to go to a meeting. I'm sorry. If, what if did I, you say? If I were to go to a meeting in Nassau County, but because it's, I don't know, two in the morning, would I find the format the same anywhere else, like England, Australia, New Zealand, you know, Canada? So is it fairly uniform meetings, or is it more yeah. or is it more specific to the locale? No. So all the meetings will have basically um, uh, like some some sort of like welcome you know, um, they'll have some person who's either like chairing the meeting, if it's a live meeting or if it's virtual, they'll be hosting the meeting and they'll have something to read briefly. And then there are readings in Narcotics Anonymous. Now every meeting is autonomous. And what that means is there's different formats based on, you know, the other guest is saying that he has a home group, you know, um, other members have different home groups. So like their setup's going to be different, but They'll pick pretty much, you know, whatever readings they want to read. Then people from the floor will get to read it. Um, and then whatever kinds of meetings there are. So there's different kinds of meetings. So there's speaker meetings where, like, there's someone who comes and shares their story. And then they have sharing from the floor after that. Then there's step meetings where, like, they'll read the step out of the book. And maybe they'll have a speaker share on that, or maybe they'll just read the step and then everybody shares. So that's like an, another different kind of format. Then there's, um, so that would be considered like a literature meeting. You know, then there's another type of literature meeting where Narcotics Anonymous has several pamphlets. Um, it has different types of literature. So it has like a daily meditation book, you know, it has all different kinds of things. Um, then meetings have traditions, which is, this is like all, um, you know, Narcotics Anonymous wording, but you get the gist. There's all different types of meetings, and but they'll all be run similar. There's usually either someone speaking or something, something being read, and then the members get a chance to share. Um, also, Narcotics Anonymous celebrates clean time in New York and every state. They do it differently because, again, it's autonomous. But we celebrate clean time to show the program works, and that's called an anniversary. And um, after the pandemic, if you come to our meetings on an anniversary night, you'll be sure to probably get some cakes. <laughs> so come for the cake, and you might stay and wind up saving your life, you know? Um, whatever gets you in the door is what we say, you know, so, um, so that's where we celebrate the clean time. So that's another kind of meeting. And then also in Narcotics Anonymous, if you go to na.org, the other guest is, uh, talking about this a little bit, but there's different types of people in the world. And sometimes you're not always comfortable with like other types of people. So maybe like Women are not comfortable with men, so they just want to start off with a women's meeting. So that's available. Um, we have gay and lesbian meetings. That's available. We have, you know, we have Spanish meetings because you don't speak English. That's available. Um, you know, but it doesn't, 
it doesn't take away from the message is the same that I shared with you before, that an addict, any addict can stop the use of drugs, lose the desire and find a new way to live. It's a message of hope and a promise of freedom. It's the same everywhere around the world, no matter where you go. Same message. Meetings are a little adjusted. How long are the meetings and how is there a capacity limit to the physical meetings? Typical meetings run for anywhere from an hour to an hour and 30 minutes. They used to run longer years ago, but there seems to be a, a trend. The typical meeting is about an hour and a half in total. We, you know, the, t- the typical atmosphere is like we, we often make a pot of coffee for the meeting so you can come in and relax and feel at home, so to speak. Uh, so uh, that's the, the general time frame is, is about an hour and a half. And that's a, that's a general statement. There is one important disclaimer, though, Rich, being that, you know, your, your, your show will go uh, on the air. Uh, uh, there are there, there's various meetings, including uh, include closed meetings and open meetings. So if you, as a person who does not have a drug problem but you want to go experience an NA meeting, uh, we, we for instance at my my home group we get um, we get students from uh, Hofstra. Uh, the, the medical uh, school, they'll come up on a Saturday morning just to experience the meeting. Uh, there are other meetings, though, they call it a closed meeting, and those meetings are for attendance by members of Narcotics Anonymous only. So, or addicts, uh, that, or addicts, if you think you have right, a problem. Right, or people, or those who think they might have a problem with the drug itself. So uh, we, the important thing is if you, if you go on the website, you find a meeting, and if you are not an addict, look for the meeting that says open to, uh, to anyone. Right. And there, there are many of them out there. And I, I assume the, the open meetings are for, I mean, everything from lawyers and physicians and counselors and people who may be parents to kind of start a process of learning. Well, sure. My home group, for instance, is an open meeting, which means, you know, like I mentioned, the students sometimes come up from the nursing school or or whomever. Someone has a family member. They're welcome to come in and sit and observe the meeting. Uh, we, we ask that they don't speak at the meeting because we are, we are there to help each other. We're, we're, we're a membership meeting. We're there to help each other stay clean. But we, but we do, we, we welcome anyone who wishes to experience what we are at a meeting for the hour and a half that we're also, there. Also, for a point of reference is that if there's a closed meeting, but, um, someone is celebrating that night, it be, it automatically becomes an open meeting because family members are welcome and, and usually they come and spouses who aren't, um, you know, members, they usually come to support, the, you know, the addict who's celebrating their clean time. So um, they do become open meetings if they're closed sometimes. So it's a little tricky, but the, uh, 
you'll get it. And, and, you know, we're not mean about it. We won't, um, we won't send someone, you know, out without giving them more information on where to go or, you know, so on and so forth. All right. This is Richard Solomon. The show is taking care of business. We will be right back. Richard Solomon taking care of business. We are discussing the very important topic of narcotics addiction with a couple of people who know a little bit about Narcotics Anonymous. NA.org is the main website. The phone hotline is 516-827-9500. And if you want to be informed of the next local meetings, you're going to text your zip code to 631 631- 237-9538. We'll put this all up on the web in our podcast description, in our YouTube description. Uh, and if you want the worldwide information, the next uh, several meetings, uh, 833-716-0080. Again, na.org. I have some really great people who are sharing their time. And the world is made up of very special people who share their time to help others. And thank you. Uh, you know, just, you know, I try on the radio to bring voices forward, but it's, it's, I'm just sort of like, you know, the driver of the bus. It's the passengers who really, you know, get the stories out and get the information out to the people who listen. So with that, uh, we don't have a lot of time, but uh, uh, let's talk about sort of the, the fun and good things. Um, you know, without any specific stories or any specific, you know, anything, have you witnessed transformations or have you heard <laughs> of stories of transformations? That's an understatement, Rich. <laughs> well, I'm trying to keep it generic. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the transformation of um, what happens from an addict in the grips of addiction and they come into NA and they start, they start making meetings. They start working with a sponsor. They do service, meaning they show up and they, they help start the meetings and put, you know, do chairs and all this stuff. Um, they start to grow and grow and grow and learn about themselves and, and addicts, their bodies change, you know, um, they, they start to look healthy. They, they glow, they glow because they're, they're moisturizing now with Narcotics Anonymous, literally, right? Um, and uh, so they glow, they change. Again, we talked about the spiritual. So their spirit becomes alive. They have an awakening of the spirit. And there's a term in Narcotics Anonymous that a lot of addicts will say, it's beyond my wildest dreams, right? And when you first get to Narcotics Anonymous, you think, well, that sounds good. You know, beyond my wildest dreams. You don't even know what your dreams are when you first get to Narcotics Anonymous. But it really happens. I mean, people get clean and and they become lawyers. They become doctors. They become writers. They become a caretaker of a family member who they had a horrific relationship with, you know, Um you know, they become owners of businesses. They get 
they get degrees, they go back to school, they get a family, they get married. Um, so many things. But the most important thing, the most, most, most important thing that these recovering addicts get is they get themselves back. They get to be themselves. They get to be authentic with themselves and others. You know, NA on the coin, it says we get to share and care with others the NA way. The way we're, we're talking to you tonight, this is the NA way. This is how NA does it. Right, you know, well, we give what we have. What, what, what may be surprising to people either as an addict or as a loved one of an addict about the program? How awesome it is. <laughs> okay. Well, no, because to be honest, I don't know that people really know that the program really exists. And I've heard that there's pretty much a program every hour somewhere worldwide. And, you know, that, that's kind of a very impressive fact right there that um, no matter where you are, there's pretty much through the use of electronic means uh, access that maybe that wasn't available 30 years ago. People had much more. Is is it? Is, are the tools better now uh, for people? Uh, because there's the internet, whereas maybe 30, 40, 50 years ago, um, it was maybe tougher to be connected, tougher to get information. There was no uh, website all those years ago. I think you should talk about this. Well, yeah, I, I guess it's all relative, Rich. I mean, you know, like uh, uh, you, you're you're in. Uh, First of all, the, I, I think the important thing is, is, is nothing, I don't think there's anything can, can replace. I mean, we're talking about the pandemic for the moment with the virtual meetings. I, I don't think there's anything that can replace the in-person meetings. I think there, but, but the fact of the matter is the virtual meetings are, are definitely, they're definitely a benefit. There's definitely a future in it. But I think the importance is to make physical contact with uh, with with uh, other recovering addicts. Uh, as far as uh, I mean, Narcotics Anonymous started in 1953 with the idea from another from from uh, the AA fellowship, and but and it took a, a little bit of time to develop our own literature. Uh, that one of the biggest one of the biggest uh, changes in narcotics anonymous over the last over the last let's say 35 36 years is in our literature itself it's all literature that's written by addicts uh, specifically for addicts uh, it's it's not a therapy session or anything like that or or a medical document there are pieces of, of literature that people from Narcotics Anonymous wrote uh, from inception, and and the literature has evolved over the years. Like I, uh, like I mentioned, that little white booklet for many years that was the only only piece of literature there was, other than the pamphlets, of course. But uh, come come along and by. And it took a few years for it develop, to develop, but the basic text, which is, you know, the essential nuts and bolts of the NA program, was not around until 1983. 
So, but since 1983 up until this date, there's been like many books uh, written on the subject of recovery. Uh, and, uh, uh, Dave mentioned one of the books, the, the just for today, the meditation reading. Uh, we have a, we have a great, uh, relatively new book over the last five or six years called the Living Clean Book. And it sort of focuses on day-to-day -day living without using drugs and how to enhance your life. So these are, these are the, the great, great strides that NA has made. And, and, the, and the beauty, like, you know, it, it, it can't be downplayed. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's like so important. All of this work was done by peer members you know, for, for, for the love of trying to help somebody else. And, you know, like, you know, like you go to work, I mean, you know, one, one, one of my philosophies at work is, is what I'm going to do, make, make it better. If, if I'm, is, is the change going to make it better? And, and I think Narcotics Anonymous does a real good job of looking to make things better. And I think one of the sound uh, concrete areas that, that we've done a phenomenal job in, and, and it takes a while sometimes, is in our, in our literature. It's, 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 uh, there's, there's great stuff out there in, in terms of reading. And I mean, I, I've been clean for a nice chunk of time myself on a personal level, but I can pick up, I can pick up a base, a piece of literature that I that I read when I was one day clean, and it might have a new meaning for me today. So it all depends on my my desire for recovery, and uh, you know it's been it's been great. So I think that's a big place that we've that that we've made some great uh, headway. I wanted to just add that um, you know Narcotics Anonymous is a solution finally a solution for an addict. I think. If you have this right, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, but a long time ago, addicts couldn't even gather on the streets together. They would they would go to jail. Is that correct? Well, in New York in particular, there was a major problem with that. We used to have a thing called the Rockefeller Law, and uh, two two felons were not permitted to uh, to gather together. That's 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 true. So right. it, it was. It, it took a long time for it to get to get the ball rolling, but once it got clean and clear, and especially in New York, things started really jumping with uh, with NA. Right. So from there to where we are now, Narcotics Anonymous is a solution for the using addict. It's a solution. It's it's a solution for you know what seems hopeless, what seems like there's there's no way out when you're in active addiction. All you think about is there's no way out. Maybe I should just kill myself. Hopefully the drugs will kill me. Like, you know, there's just no way out. But there is a solution. And I think one of the, the gems is that what we were talking about is that this type of thinking comes out of our members. Now our members who are getting clean and staying clean and recovering from the disease of addiction are solution-oriented people. And this is what this world needs. This world needs not not diversity. Uh, it does need diversity, of course, but it needs unity, you know, and um, and the solution and unity is in the solution and solution is in the unity. 
if you get what I'm saying. I get Well, you all want everybody rowing in the same direction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As opposed to everybody rowing against each other and you're not moving. Right. Uh, yeah. So uh, as somebody, as a member of the media, I've attended either a library association or book expo or book con or things like that, that are conventions regarding books. And there had been different books written by semi-famous people or very famous people who talk about their addictions. I won't mention anybody by name, but you know, they're out there and they've talked about how either they overcame alcoholism, alcohol uh, or, or, or cocaine or other kinds of very bad drugs and became successful. Uh, do you guys ever hear stories about people who have read those books and that those books were inspirations for people to, to start the program? Or do people come more out of like, I need help and, uh, you know, and they get directed some other way into the program? We can't really say. I mean, we don't know every single addict story. So I would, I would say we can't really say what made an addict, you know, come to their first meeting um, or who made them come to their first meeting or why they're there um, in that very first thing it also really doesn't matter. We care about them staying and we care about helping them with their problems, you know? Um, but wherever the inspiration comes, God bless it because, because that was the divine intervention, whatever that inspiration was, that was from, you know, some type of higher power that the program, you know, believes in. Um, and, and we believe that that's some type of divine intervention to bring you to where you need to be. And by the way, um, the purpose, the main purpose of the recovering addict is to help another sick and suffering addict. So that's our purpose. So we get clean to stay clean for ourselves and our families and loved ones and all that jazz. But our main purpose with Narcotics Anonymous is to help the next sick and suffering addict one day at a time. Stay clean just for today. Do the sponsors ever remark in conversation to you guys that they saw something in themselves in some of the newer members that resonated with them? You ever hear stories like that? Sure. Okay. Of course. It's, 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 it's just, it doesn't have to be a sponsor. It just can be the, the, the recovering addict. I think that's, that's that's essentially the nuts and bolts that's the heart of the program itself is identifying and empathizing with with your fellow recovering addict with the situation and uh, and 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 most usually on on a deeper feeling you know it's 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 empathy being able to feel that addict's pain feel that addict's joy uh, relate to that that fellow addict's anger, and uh, relate to that 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 fe fe fellow addict's happiness. It's 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 the ability to uh, to to relate with each other. In we only have like two minutes left, but during this whole pandemic, have you seen a heightened or an increased need for NA? because of what's going on? I mean, the media says that, um, and I would, I would think that 
you know, um, uh, the disease of addiction is technically speaking a mental illness. Um, and so, you know, mental illness, we, we don't have any authority on outside issues. But um, what I'm going to say is that what the media is saying is that mental illness is heightened. So I'm assuming that addiction is in that category. This is only an assumption. Uh, this is an opinion. You know, this is not the word of N.A. Um, so I, as an opinion, you know, maybe. But I think that in general, um, right now, the world has a huge epidemic, um, you know, stemming in, in different forms of drugs use. But drugs has been always been a problem. I mean, drugs has always been a problem. If you look back into history, you know, a lot of famous people or, or people who are really smart were drug addicts, you know. And so we're luckier in, in our readings and stuff. It says that we're luckier now because there's a solution. We found something that works, you know. And thank God for that. All right, we only have like a minute left. So uh, let me just make sure for people out there who are listening, if you missed any of the show, we will be posting this up on our various podcast and YouTube platforms. If you need help, please call 516-827-9500, na.org on the web. Uh, text 631-237-9538 for a meeting. Um, in 30 seconds, is there anything else you want to say as words of encouragement to our people listening? Go to uh, na.org. <laughs> <laughs> go now. Don't stop. Don't collect $200. Just go to na.org because we're in a pandemic. Otherwise, I'd tell you, you know, go to na.org. All right. Uh, with that, thank you. Thank you for being a part of an important broadcast. And for those listening, great information out there. Please spread the word if you can. Get it out there to people who need this information. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Like what you hear? Here's how you can let us know. Give us a call at 516-299-2626 or email us at info at wcwp.org. Like us at facebook.com slash mywcwp and leave a comment or tweet us at mywcwp. We welcome all kinds of feedback. To directly support the podcast you just enjoyed, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to give back, visit wcwp.org and click the support tab. Thanks for listening from your friends at WCWP.